Welcome in the name of Christ, God's grace, mercy and peace be with you. Well, good morning. Welcome everyone to this, our online service, the third Sunday after Trinity. It's wonderful to be with you. My name is the Reverend Chris Lee. I'm here um, as the vicar in St. Saviour's in West London. Um, The contributors to today's service are Charlie Wheeler. We'll be doing our first reading. He's a member of the Young Franciscans, a new monastic um, movement for young people. Uh, He's also an ordinand in the Church of England. The gospel will be read by Carleen Fantuzzi. She's a member here of the congregation at St. Saviour's. Our responses will be led by Lauren Ann McKenna, also one of the young Franciscans. And the prayers will be led by my wonderful wife, Jenny. I hope that you are uh, able to enjoy, be blessed and contribute to this service. God is with you, even though we are through a screen, his presence is there and his presence is here. So let us begin together. We come to God as one from whom no secrets are hidden, to ask for his forgiveness and peace. We are often slow to follow the example of Christ. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We often fail to be known as Christ's disciples. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. We often fail to walk the way of the cross. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God, who sent his Son into the world to save sinners, bring you his pardon and his peace now and forever. Amen. Amen. This is Grace. Uh, She's one of our worship leaders here at St. Saviour's Church, and she's going to lead us in some worship now. Without 
Hi, my name is Tom and I'm an engineering student at Bristol University. I'm part of a church plant in the city centre of Bristol. For me, welcome and hospitality is so important as I believe church at its centre is community. I had an incredible opportunity a couple of years ago to spend some time abroad and I remember distinctly four days after moving there, walking into a church for the first time, not knowing anyone. But when I walked out, I met a ton of new friends, grabbed mobile phone numbers for most of them and had an opportunity to go grab ice cream with them as well. For me, the welcome was the reason why I stayed in that church for the next two and a half months. And it's a reason when people come to my church back at home, I want to make them feel equally as welcome. Many of us during this lockdown period have had to adjust to church online. I've had an amazing opportunity to run an alpha group, which is an opportunity to chat to people about faith, life and meaning who might never walk into a church. And for this reason, it's really important, especially on, say, Zoom calls, to put an extra energy into getting to know people. And that's my top tip is to put extra energy, be intentional and really get to know people. Imagine that they've come to your house. Yes, you might not be able to offer tea and cake, but you can still try and find out what interests they have and be find out about their family or their life. And people will really warm to it. And I've had the opportunity to make some great friends this period. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Therefore, do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you are present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that you, having once been slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted, and that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to greater and greater iniquity, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. So what advantage did you get then from the things of which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hello, my name is Fiona and I am team manager of Nine Churches in Stroud. And I have, in the first 27 years of my life, moved 31 times. That's a lot of hospitality and welcoming. 
to have received. Um, I've discovered that the first invitation is really important. And uh, when I'm in a church or some other setting, I look around for the new faces and I'm never sure they've been there for a while. So what I say to them is that um, uh, um, we haven't met before uh, and introduce myself. And um, then I'll keep asking questions until I find something that we've got in common. I then uh, try and make sure that I invite them onto the next invitation and never assume they'll just come back. And that might be introducing them to somebody else who's got a common interest. It could be I invite them to something I'm doing with another group or come for coffee or a walk or even invite them that day for a Sunday lunch. But whatever it is, make sure that invitation is clear. What I have discovered really is that for hospitality and welcome to be effective, that there has to be something of building a friendship. And actually many of my best friends I've made by just being really welcoming. I have a, a, to have that genuine interest and that caring of uh, people makes all the difference and it's not complicated. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly, I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In this short passage, Matthew records Jesus saying, welcome, six times, and saying whomever five times. Christian community should uh, be marked by welcome, by hospitality. Why? Because God is hospitable. God welcomes all who come to him. And we, as his people, as his children, should take on his characteristics and be welcoming to everyone who wishes to come to us. When we offer hospitality, a generous welcome to people, we ourselves encounter Christ in and through them, and they can encounter Christ in and through us. Again and again in the Bible, we see um, God coming to his people and meeting with them and seeing if that encounter through welcome brings blessing. In Genesis um, 18, Abraham welcomes three strangers to his house. These strangers are angels. And they end up blessing Abraham and Sarah, promising them to have a child. The story of Jericho, when Rahab welcomes the two um, Israelite spies into her home. She welcomes them, she stores them in overnight, and she is delivered from the ensuing war, her and all her family and relatives. In the New Testament, we know um, Mary is a wonderful example of a humble welcomer. Here, when she is told by Gabriel that she will conceive and give birth to a son, she openly welcomes God, not just into her life and into her heart, but into her womb. And the world is blessed through her. In a way, Mary is the example to us all of what it means to open our lives up to God, to have him come into us and to live and dwell in and among us. 
What's really interesting is if you look at the, the parables, the teachings, the miracles of Jesus, uh, often he's on a journey somewhere and he's being interrupted, interrupted by uh, a stranger who he doesn't know. Or sometimes he is interrupting a stranger and saying, can I come to your house? Often it is in these interactions that a miracle happens, a blessing happens, salvation is found and people are restored and blessed. God's welcome is wide. His love is deep. He is generous to all who come to him. And as Christians, we should be welcoming. We are not called to be bouncers at the doors of our church, seeing if people are good enough, clean enough, moral enough to come in. We should be welcoming to all people. As we close this thought today, I wonder if you yourself have welcomed Christ into your heart. Maybe you're watching this. Maybe you've just come across this YouTube channel for the first time. Well, can I ask you or challenge you? Open your heart to Christ. Sometimes we get nervous that, oh, if people knew my sin, if people knew what I was like, they wouldn't want to come in as if uh, we're embarrassed about the state of our house, like a messy house. I have two children and uh, often our lounge is a mess. But we try and be a welcoming household. God isn't going to stand at the door of your heart, knock and look in and think to himself, you know what, I'm not going to come in. It's a little bit messy there. No. As Matthew records Jesus saying, whomever welcomes, one of you welcomes me. Anyone is welcome. God's grace is sufficient for all of our needs. So I want to encourage you today, open your heart up, up to God, be welcoming to him and know that he will come in, move into your life and change you from the inside. Bless you, know you're loved. Is love.
Let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. see beauty in your world and in the people around us. We pray that you would uplift the struggling and comfort the grieving. Thank you that you are with us today and every day. Lord Jesus, we pray for your wisdom in this coronavirus pandemic. We pray that you would guide those in leadership to make right decisions. We pray your blessing over key workers and we pray for peace, patience and resilience for all of us. Particularly, we remember those living in and working in refugee camps. We pray for the global conversation about racism with Black Lives Matter, that you would bless press agencies with wisdom and clarity so that the voices that need to be heard will be heard. We pray that change towards a more equal world will come from this. And we pray that we would all be challenged to realize when we make unfair assumptions or write people off. Help us to remember that people are precious. We pray for vision for the future. We pray for inspiration and hope to strive for things to be better, for more global unity and cooperation in international concerns, for greater care for vulnerable communities, for greater care for the earth. Help us to be a blessing in this world. Merciful Father, Accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. God, our Saviour, look on this wounded world in pity and in power. Hold us fast to your promises of peace, won for us by your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We say together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. 
Amen. So as we draw this our service to a close, may you know again God's welcome in your heart, in your life, and may you offer that welcome all to all who you come in contact with. The Lord bless you and watch over you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly on you and give you his peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you this day and always. Amen. 